Welcome to Zichru Dapsi Man Member by Abram Goldai and Tim Mazakas Ksubis. Top study, the end of the ninth parak of Kotsavu Ishto, and the beginning of the tenth parak, Misha and Nasu. This is going to be an abbreviated shir. The Zichru Mazakas Ksubis program has been generously sponsored as a schus for Hakazakas Torah. So the three dogs are going to focus on number one. In the opening mission, the tenth parak states, Misha and Nasu Ishte Nashim Vamase. If one was married to two wives and he died during their lifetime, and there were not enough funds to pay for both of their Ksubos, Harishona Kodemus Lushnia, but Yorshe Harishona Kodimli Yorshe Shnia. The first wife has priority over the second wife in collecting her ksuba, and the heirs of the first wife have priority over the heirs of the second wife if both women die before the payment is made. If he married the first wife and she died, and he then married a second wife and he died in her lifetime, the second wife or her heirs have priority over the heirs of the first wife in collecting the ksuba. Rashi explains that since the husband died while the second wife was still alive, she or her heirs come to collect her ksuba as balichov, whereas the ksubas benindachrin of the heirs of the first wife is being collected as a Yerusha, an inheritance. Therefore, the claim of the second wife takes priority since in cases of Yerusha inheritance, the heirs must pay off debts first before they can keep the remainder of the inheritance. Point number two, the Gemara says that three things can be learned from the Mishnah's case, where the first wife died and then the husband dies after marrying a second woman, where heirs take precedence over the first one's heirs. Shmamina Achaz Bechai Ba'achaz Bamosa learned from this that if a man's two wives died, one during his lifetime and one after his death, that the heirs of the first wife, Yeshan Ksubas Benin have rights to the Ksubas Benin and we're not concerned that this will lead to quarreling. Rashi explains that one might have thought that they only have rights to the Ksubas Benin when both wives die before the husband. This way, they each collect the Ksubas Benin of their mother, and then the remainder of the father's estate is divided equally. But in the case where the second wife died after the husband, her sons are coming to collect their mother's Ksuba as a debt from the father's estate, and not as a Yerusha from the father. The sons of the second wife might claim that the sons of the first wife should not receive their ksubas minin since they're receiving a larger share of the father's Yerusha. Nonetheless, we see from our mission that we're not concerned about quarreling and the sons of the first wife do receive the ksubas minin and point with you, the second law that can be learned from the Mishnah is that Ksubas Nasis Mosul Chaverta, Aksuba, can become the surplus for the other Ksuba. Rush explains that Ksubas Benin Dechrin does not go into effect unless there's a surplus of a dinar above the value of the two Ksubas to be divided as an inheritance, so that the Raisa law of inheritance is not uprooted. We see from this mission that even if the Ksuba of the first wife is equal to the entire remainder of the estate, and nothing will remain for the heirs of the second wife other than their mother's ksuba after it's collected. It can nevertheless be collected. The payment they receive as creditors is considered an inheritance that was received by all the father's yorshin, which is now being used to pay off the father's ksuba debt to the second wife. This law can be inferred from the fact that the Mishnah did not teach that the heirs of the first wife collect their ksubas being in the Korean, dinar, if there's a surplus dinner there. So once again, the three points are number one, the opening mission of the 10th barrack states, if one was married to two wives and he died during their lifetime, and there were not enough funds to pay for both of the ksubas, the first wife has priority over the second wife in collecting her ksuba, and the heirs of the first wife have priority over the heirs of the second wife if both women die before the payment is made. If he married the first wife and she died, and he then married a second wife and he died in her lifetime, the second wife or her heirs have priority over the heirs of the first wife in collecting the ksuba. Rashi explains that since the husband died while the second wife was still alive, 
she or her heirs come to collect her ksuba as balichov, whereas the ksuba's benin of the heirs of the first wife is being collected as a Yerusha, an inheritance. Therefore, the claim of the second wife takes priority, since in cases of Yerusha inheritance, the heirs must pay off debts first before they can keep the remainder of the inheritance. Point number two, the Gemara says that three things can be learned from the Mishnah's case, where the first wife died and then the husband dies after marrying a second woman, where heirs take precedence over the first one's heirs. Shmamina Achaz Bechayi Ba'achaz Bemosa learned from this that if a man's two wives died, one during his lifetime and one after his death, that the heirs of the first wife, Yeshlan Aksubas Benin Dechreen, have rights to Aksubas Benin Dechreen, Lochayshin Len and we're not concerned that this will lead to quarreling. Rashi explains that one might have thought that they only have rights to the Ksubas Benin Dechreen when both wives die before the husband. This way, they each collect the Ksubas Benin Dechreen of their mother, and then the remainder of the father's estate is divided equally. But in the case where the second wife died after the husband, her sons are coming to collect their mother's Ksuba as a debt from the father's estate, and not as a Yerusha from the father. The sons of the second wife might claim that the sons of the first wife should not receive their ksubas minin dechreen since they're receiving a larger share of the father's Yerusha. Nonetheless, we see from our mission that we're not concerned about quarreling and the sons of the first wife do receive the ksubas minin dechreen. And point with you, the second law that can be learned from the Mishnah is that Ksubas Nasis Mosul Chaverta, Aksuba, can become the surplus for the other Ksuba. Rashi explains that Ksubas Benin Dechrin does not go into effect unless there's a surplus of a dinar above the value of the two Ksubas to be divided as an inheritance, so that the Raisa law of inheritance is not uprooted. We see from this mission that even if the Ksuba of the first wife is equal to the entire remainder of the estate, and nothing will remain for the heirs of the second wife other than their mother's ksuba after it's collected. It can nevertheless be collected. The payment they receive as creditors is considered an inheritance that was received by all the father's yorshin, which is now being used to pay off the father's ksuba debt to the second wife. This law can be inferred from the fact that the Mishnah did not teach that the heirs of the first wife collect their ksubas being in the Kareen, dinar, if there's a surplus dinner there. All right, so now we go to Simmerdav Tzadi, and this one was suggested to us by David Levine from Thornhill, Ontario, right next to Toronto, and by Nathaniel Yankawa from Clifton, New Jersey. They both suggested Tzadi is at Staka Box. So here goes. The Shalom Bites Staka campaign for the large family of a man whose first wife died before him and his second wife died after him was launched because the second wife's heirs were so upset that the first wife's heirs were still getting their Ksubas Benin Dechreen and that their mother's ksuba payment they received was considered sufficient Mozart surplus for the first ksuba. Once again, it's a motion. The Shalom Bais Staka campaign, Staka campaign, that must be off Tzadi. The Shalom Bais Staka campaign for the large family of a man whose first wife died before him and his second wife died after him, which reminds us, if a man married his first wife and she died, and he then married his second wife, and he died in her lifetime, the second wife or her heirs had priority of the heirs of the first wife in collecting the ksuba. Rush explains that since the husband died while the second wife was still alive, she or her heirs come to collect the ksuba as balichov, whereas the ksuba has been the nukhreen of the heirs of the first wife is being collected as a Yerusha, an inheritance. Therefore, the claim of the second wife takes priority since in cases of inheritance, the heirs must pay off debts first before they can keep the remainder of the Yerusha. So the Sean buys stock a campaign for the large family of a man whose first wife died before him and his second wife died after him was launched because the second wife's heirs were so upset that the first wife's heirs were still getting their ksubas benin dechreen. Which reminds the Gemara says that one can learn from the case where a man's two wives died, one during his lifetime and one after his death, that the heirs of the first wife, yeshan and ksubas benin dechreen. They have rights to the ksubas benin dechreen and we're not concerned that this will lead to quarreling. Even though the sons of the second wife might claim that the sons of the first wife should not receive their ksubas benin 
been decreed since they're receiving a larger share of the father's Yerusha, nonetheless we see from our Mishnah that we're not concerned about quarreling and the sons of the first wife do receive the Ksubas Benin decreed. So the Shalom buys a stock campaign for the large family of a man whose first wife died before him and his second wife died after him was launched because the second wife's heirs were so upset that the first wife's heirs were still getting their Ksubas Benin decreed and that their mother's ksuba payment they received was considered sufficient Mozart surplus for the first ksuba, which reminds us, the second one that can be learned from the Mishnah is that ksubas nasis Mosar or chaverta, a ksuba can become the surplus for the other ksuba. Rush explains that ksubas benin dekrin does not go into effect unless there's a surplus of a dinar above the value of the two ksubas to be divided as a Yerusha. Though miyakra nachla deraisa, so that the deraisa law of inheritance is not uprooted. We see from this Mishnah that even if the ksuba of the first wife is equal to the entire remainder of the estate, and nothing will remain for the heirs of the second wife other than their mother's ksuba. After it's collected, it can nevertheless be collected. So once again, the Shambhai's stuck a campaign for the large family of a man whose first wife died before him and his second wife died after him was launched because the second wife's heirs were so upset that the first wife's heirs were still getting their ksubas beneath the green and that their mother's ksuba payment they received was considered sufficient Mosar surplus for the first ksuba. All right, that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.